Hello, friends. Welcome back to Dad Meat. We're home. We made it. Hooray. I lost $20 gambling. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? I'm going to be thinking about it until probably the next time I win $20. <laughs> I'm, I'm down $20 to the universe until I rectify this mistake. Would you lose it on the crackhead races? No, I was playing <laughs> I was playing the slots next to uh where we were watching the Eagles game. Mm-hmm. I was up sixteen dollars at one point. Should have cashed out, dude. I thought I I got too big for my bridges and lost it all. I took acid in Tahoe and lost two hundred and fifty dollars in one night. Oh, that's an emotional experience. Mm-hmm. You're fully connected to that. Yeah, I had a couple of days of really living in that moment. I, I took mushrooms on the as I was getting off the plane in Vegas, thinking, Wow, when I see these lights you know, we got in on Wednesday night. I had, a, I had a night to just check out some lights. So I took mushrooms on the plane. And the only thing I got to experience was checking into the worst hotel I've ever stayed in my life and missing uh, my scheduled tickets for Meow Wolf. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the fucking laser art museum thing. Yeah. And so all I was doing, I was standing in the lobby of Harris holding a very heavy bag and just going like, <sighs> for an hour and 15 minutes, just standing in line going like, <sighs> Feeling, feeling disappointment on an emotional level that I've never experienced in my entire life. Oh, no. Fully connected, just like, how could, how could Harris Casino and Resort do this to me? It was the lamest time of my entire life. <laughs> That's where you stayed, Harris? I, I got a cheap night there before the festival began. Just somewhere to drop our bags for the night until we and get a party all weekend. It's a really shitty hotel. All the kios- yeah, all the check-in kiosks were broken, and all the employees were, I think, broken hit, as well. they were hitting the head with hammers before they started their shifts. Yeah. <laughs> That's Welcome cool. to our friend John Del. Welcome. Thank you guys. To Demi. Pleased to be here. Yeah. But it was a really great weekend. John, uh, before we go any further, I want to thank you for wearing your beekeeping suit jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's the only shirt that comes with a hot dog pocket, so. <laughs> you got a hot dog in there? Yeah, where's your hot dog at, pussy? <laughs> Up your mom's ass. Oh, God damn it, I had really stepped in there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get her in here. I'm hungry. Mrs. Del Calo? <laughs> Yeah, you look like you've had to dispatch a hippopotamus on a nature tour. <laughs> you look like you've been in a pontoon that was being yeah. chewed on by a hippo. That's a dress for the job you want, you know? One of those days. <laughs> look at the sneakers. <laughs> God, you're the man. Yeah, you really just got to go uh, for function over form sometimes. Who's, who's the uh, form. Who's the uh, cocaine fucking guy that had all the uh, crazy hippopotamuses? El Chapo? Or no. uh, Escobar? Yeah, Escobar. You look like uh, Escobar Zookeeper. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I mean, besides getting your head cut off for one slight mistake, that would be a pretty sick job. Yeah, you, you give the turtles chicken food by mistake. <laughs> they were all bad. Though. I think they had to kill all those animals. No, I'm pretty sure. Because they're poorly behaved? Oh, dude, the hippos were fucking... No, the hippos are rampant in yeah. Mexico now because they escaped his compound and they fugged for years and now there's like a hippo problem in parts of Mexico. <laughs> they're the scariest animal in the world. Yeah. They're fast and they'll fucking stomp you and eat your ass. Yeah. Damn, these motherfuckers created a new board game, Angry Angry Hippos. <laughs> and this time they're eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolling asses all over the board. <laughs> Oh, buddy. What a weekend. Buddy, I'm still tired, man. I slept almost all fucking day yesterday. Yeah, I slept almost as much as Del Calo last night. <laughs> How much did you guys sleep total while you were in Vegas? Oh, God. Not a ton, man. Yeah. I slept from like 3.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. every day, which isn't that terrible. That's pretty good. I plan on doing even less sleeping because I plan on doing a lot of... Uh, mm-hmm. You had plans to take your wife to a strip club. Hubba, hubba. Yeah. And this fucking nothing gets a bit on the third floor of the Golden Nugget. Yeah, I brought my lovely wife, Jamie, to the Skank Fest with me, and this fucking animal got her period on the plane. What a bitch. Unreal. Why would she do that? Did she get it again on the way back? <laughs> Is it just pressurized cabins that do it to her? I don't, I don't know, man. But I, I got some last night. But So what, you weren't willing to sacrifice the hotel towels for yeah, Mike said a good you. weekend? No, everything's white, so I would feel terrible like leaving, period. Right, for, dude. For I, would have, I would have wanted them to bring in a forensic analyst. I wanted them to bring in a splatter expert to see what I did to that room. A Nickelodeon splatter expert. <laughs> yeah, as I spilled my wife's gack everywhere. <laughs> I felt that. I did I did not. I would have been like, welcome to Wienerville. 
Yeah, I jacked off all over. <laughs> I made my own mess. One of the uh, hotel rooms I checked into a couple years ago just had blood on the on the comforter. Uh-huh. I didn't give a fuck. I had I'm some, here for seventeen dollars yeah, a night. It's a comforter, not a blood fritter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Normally I would call down and have yeah. them come come yeah. on this blood. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing one thing I, I I love staying in hotels, but one thing that makes me uneasy is knowing that a black dude has acrobatically fucked on everything in that room at some point. <laughs> yeah. I try to match up my Timberlands with their boot print on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there should be a Timberland holder on every bed. <clears throat> yeah. I try to walk a mile on their girlfriend's head. <laughs> what were some of your favorite moments from Skankfest? Uh, Harrison dies in the chat. He did the naked rose. Oh, uh, Harrison's the man. And uh, he, he... I'm not... Not to make it any worse for him, but, like, he has kind of the build and general aura of uh, Chris Farley and Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's accurate. And he took off his clothes and he did a roast battle, and I think he might have bombed. And so the roast battle was on, like, one of the bigger stages. And so he he has a terrifying time in the roast battle, and then they don't hand you your clothes, and you walk back to the green room. They had to, like, walk through the crowd completely naked <laughs> all the way back to the green room. <laughs> and he said that when he got back to the green room, he opened the door, and the first two people he sees is Shane and Nate Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes from the most humiliating experience that you could possibly conjure for a human being you're standing in front of like a thousand people laughing at your little dick and then not laughing at your jokes and then you have to walk through them in silence back to the green room and then the two coolest guys that your imagination could possibly handle are the first people you see and their reaction is to go ah man we gotta let's, let's get out of here <laughs> Well, Nate Diaz, I'm pretty sure his exact words are, this is gay. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he didn't kill himself after that. Hey, he made it to the chat, man. Kill that guy. <laughs> he said Tim is telling this story perfectly. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> well, I mean, you just want an experience to even know about. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. That was really fun to witness. Uh, look at Michelle Obama as a gay man being the voice of reason in the chat. <laughs> yeah, your dick's not <laughs> little, man. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, Harrison, I appreciated the overall humor of the experience. And it's, it's well, you know, someone had to live that. And, you know, you could count yourself lucky that it was you. Mm -hmm. You got to have that completely bizarre, unique experience. Yeah, it was a big part of the fun. Uh, Mario, I had a blast talking with you, man. Hopefully your brother Sixto can come next time. Hmm. Um, God, wait. what a fucking time, man! What what else? What should we? What do I mean? What do we need to tell people about that they're not going to get on the um, Skankfest episode? Uh, Gay Blind Mike was the star of the Dad Meat Live episode. Absolutely, Sam Talent, incredible. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Okay, so I met Sam Talent for the first time, and I'm a, I'm a big fan, dude. He's he's very jealous. He's so dude, great, man. I've been looking forward to meeting this guy for a very long time, and we correspond over the internet. We're basically internet friends. Hell yeah. And um, uh, we happen to be standing next to each other at the kickoff party on Thursday night, and we both turn to each other at the same time and are just instantly drawn to each other. And it's like, dude, it's a powerful meeting, and it's a moment I'll never forget, and it was like the cool. that was the coolest feeling of the weekend for me was meeting that motherfucker. Two Paul Bunyans meeting in real life. No, stop. <laughs> no, it was one Paul Bunyan and a retarded guy who's very nice to people. Nah, I'm sure there's somebody dude. talking to Sam about how you're his Paul Bunyan, too. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a, that's a very lovely way to put it. I know Mike's laughing at you, but that's, I mean, that, what a sweet image you just painted. Um, but man, oh man, that was the coolest shit ever. And uh, and that dude ended up being the funniest guy in the entire festival. And he did he did dad meet, he did stoner dads. And dude, what, what I would give to just for us to have that guy around all the time. As advertised, man. And he looks so much like my father, so it was hard for me not to like, touch his hair <laughs> and rub his back the entire time he's sitting next to me on the podcast. <laughs> Ask him if he's proud of me. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <clears throat> um, Dad me was, we packed out the theater. I think the capacity was like something like 300 or, or something like that. No oh, way. Man, that's yeah, fucking awesome. And I feel bad that there was a line to get in, but, uh, you know, I did kind of make an effort to just... I was cruising up and down the lines every day, high-fiving people, you know, kind of like making, making. it was nuts that people wanted to meet us. It, it never is not the coolest shit in the world that people every single stop time. and say hi and take pictures, and it just means the world, because there's so many fucking years where 
nobody gave a fuck about anything we do. Yeah. To have somebody be willing to take time out of their life to fucking stop and say hi or want a picture it just means everything. Yeah, that was cool as fuck. Um, uh, I liked, I so I tried to take in as much of the festival as like a fan as I could. And dude, Lewis is the fucking man. It's it's crazy how much Lewis is the man. And obviously Christine and Rebecca, they, they're they a part of like making it like feel bigger. But if you're just, the, I, I, when I'm there just trying to enjoy other people's shit, it's like everything felt like it was plan to take it over the top take everything to the next level and that's just like i mean that's crazy that's a very feminine trait but lewis has managed to make it very masculine uh one other thing that really made me happy was uh we were very fortunate to have Soder and Big J have us on the bonfire episode. Oh, how cool was that? The best. That, that episode in and of itself, before we even got on, was hilarious because Jacob did one of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. The uh, the Vegas lounge guy act. I mean, perfectly executed a classic bit. Nailed it. Um, no, I mean, wow. I was really blown away by that. But, and, uh, dude, I don't know. I just, it was, it was, a, it was an extremely cool experience. There were so many uncared for nubs on Fremont Street. Excuse me? Uh, I would say about 13... Excuse me? You heard me right, dickhead. 13% of the people on Fremont Street are in wheelchairs and have the most unkempt nubs that you can imagine. They really do a good job keeping them off the proper strip. Like, <laughs> I, see I think that's what Fremont yeah, Street is for. Fremont Street is for Fremont like, true, you, you've saved up enough social security money that you can go to Vegas for two and a half days. You Yeah, you go from the strip to... You're uh, an act at Circus Circus until your nubs get too dirty. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go to the Bunny Ranch just to get their nubs moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> your ashy ass nubs. Yeah, that fucking that was pretty gross. It you was, get the amputee girlfriend experience. <laughs> the whole the whole city and like the, <laughs> the whole city and the people that visit there. It makes it, it, the whole thing. The the entire city feels like one big bus depot. Hmm. It's so rancid. Is the I've, I've walked up and down the strip before, and obviously there's shitty people, but it's I feel like it's got a Disney World vibe where they do a good job of keeping shit clean. It's this Fremont disgusting. Street, like, dirty downtown mm -hmm. vibe. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's fun. Well, I've, I've only heard it's, it's like the cool place to hang out. Though. Well, it's, it's more. Disgusting. it feels more authentic. Right. Because the strip, the, the strip is nothing but, like, national restaurant chain. Right. Like, when I, I, again, I stayed at Harris, it was, like, there was no appeal in anything I saw. Mm -hmm. And then on Fremont Street, I was like, at least this is kind of a freak show. Yeah. It was, like, this a big, a big, big South Street. It, yeah, it's the ideal place if you're fucked up and just want to roam around and people watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was cool in that sense, but it is disgusting. And, man, everybody in a wheelchair has a karaoke machine. God, yeah. does it come <laughs> with that? When, I wonder if they sell them together. It comes. It's like it detaches from the actual motorized wheelchair. You can buy them that way. <laughs> it's like a Megazord for retards. But if you're running your karaoke <laughs> machine, you're you have to use your hands to power your chair. The battery's not strong. <laughs> That's why you need a Janet it. Jackson headset. Um, you can badly sing. Uh, yeah, dude. Every, I mean, wow. Everywhere we went was the coolest. I have a question about um, Blind Mike. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Has he come to Helium shows before? Yeah. Okay. I've met that guy. Yeah, he's the man. But I didn't know he was really blind. <clears throat> he got a little taste of pussy, failed to come, and then instantly went into, like, entitled pussy bro mode. Like, he was just like, she wasn't getting sucking my dick good enough, that kind of thing. You guys will see when we put out the Skankfest episode. He also described the kind soul who was <laughs> gracious enough to suck his dick as looking like Troy Palomalu. How fucking funny is that? Yo, so, all right, you remember... remember so he's not totally blind. <laughs> so, uh, do you know about Blind Mike getting in trouble for getting his meat sucked? Well, I noticed he was working extra hard. The next, Did his mom know? walk in and catch him? No, he, he got, got reprimanded. Oh, no. Yeah, so do you guys remember when I was talking about going on the SDR show and mm -hmm. there's a handler for all the prostitutes and, and yeah. junkies and porn stars that they have on? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently she was rounding up some professionals for them to like do a game show to to take Blind Mike's virginity, and I guess she, she kind of thought that it was uh, uncouth for him to jump the gun and, oh, get, his, and get his meat sucked before the SDR show. Suck, and so suck she, my dick. And so, dude, I'm hanging with him, and he goes, "Look at this." She just texted me, and it was like, "Thanks a lot for ruining our show." This is like I, I hope you I hope you learn a lesson about loyalty from this. Oh shut the fuck up. With your I hope your actions teach you a lesson about loyalty and all this. 
And I was, it was the most bizarre thing. Yeah, I've how seen. dare you soil the sanctity of getting porn star pussy? Yeah, could you imagine texting that to a twenty-something virgin, blind? Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can yeah. you read this for me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you tell Siri to say this to me? How fucking crazy is that, dude? <laughs> That's a uh, bizarre. The brass came down on him, dude. <laughs> yeah, the gotta, pussy brass. <laughs> <laughs> brass gas and cash, and nobody rides for free, blind Mike. The, the birthday suits aren't gonna like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Word came down from the corner orifice. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> we're getting reprimanded by corporate. <laughs> Brand Listen, digital. you're gonna have to go in front of the board of busties. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to, to sit explain down. yourself. <laughs> you're gonna have to sit down with the CE Big O. <laughs> she is not gonna like this. Yeah, HJ is gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, they they really didn't like that. Yeah, fuck off, man. Let the kid get his dick sucked. That is. Uh, that's like almost evil. It is, yeah. Like, like, like you're it's despicable in behavior. charge of his re, of his virginity. Like, are you never going to come back from this? Are you never going to come back from this kid getting his, his dick sucked a little bit before he came on your radio show? You know what? I might not not support the porn industry anymore because of this, bro. I've been saying, <laughs> I've been saying, and people go, "Well, you sure do laugh when they make ladies queef in front of you," and yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. It's a physiological response, dude. The queefing or you're laughing? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say queefing. <laughs> no, the, que the queefing is a physiological response to his laughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that poor guy, he got he was all spunt around. He's the best, man. I love Gay Blind Mike. Congratulations, Gay Blind Mike, on your wet penis. Yeah, congratulations mm -hmm. in heaven. Congratulations <laughs> to Gay Blind Mike. Oh. It was it was so great seeing all the bubs there too, getting to hang with everybody. Yeah, there's nothing running around town. There's nothing that makes me smile more than someone saying, "Hey, can I take a picture with you?" That's unimaginable mm -hmm. to me. That's I don't know. Maybe I'm gay. Maybe I'm just a gay old dork. <laughs> <laughs> well, so be it, dude. That shit was cool. Um, they made that sick poster for us that all of them got oh. stolen. Yeah, you know, they made you a poster. You didn't get to come bring one home? No. No, we'll just get, get a printed. Yeah, yeah. Who, whoever got those, bless you, dude. I'm very happy for you. I, it actually felt cool to me that when I, because we stole Lewis's poster the first day so that we could have Colum and Blunt, well, watch the Skankfest episode. But there were like at least three posters of me and Mike and they had us photoshopped as Siegfried and Roy with tigers incredible. and it said fat gay retards. <laughs> And it was like a whole show, like a Vegas show poster. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was incredible. And on the last day, I was like, all right, time to go steal one of my own. It, all three that I had spotted that weekend were already taken. That's got to be hard. And there was tons of posters still hanging up. That's so, it's a yeah, beautiful moment. That made me feel fucking awesome. Um, I, was, uh, I was missing you, John. Because as much fun as we were having, anytime people would stop me to mention little stinkers, they'd ask for you and Jake. Mm. And I was, I was at least glad that like you gave me a message to give to people. <laughs> John wanted me to give a message to people who were asking for him to say, hi, I'm gay. <laughs> Which I was happy to do. But I want you there next time. When, when, uh, what night did we do Little Stinkers last week? Was it Wednesday? Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Yeah, I think I left. No, I left Thursday. But yeah, we did it Tuesday. Okay. After uh, I got home... I ate your half of that delicious pork sandwich that you gave me. Oh, I did, yeah. And I was looking up flights oh. to go to Vegas. You were going to surprise everybody? Yeah. Uh, you should have, dude. Naeem dude, and Drew came like, out. It was like reasonable. It was Why like didn't you come under there? $200. I was looking for flights for about a half hour, and my girlfriend came downstairs with our dog, and she was breathing weird. Oh. And... I was like, all right, Your yeah. girlfriend poisoned your dog so you couldn't go have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. And we took her to Penn Vet at like midnight, and they literally saved her life. She was like oh, no. hours oh from God. dying. What? Had pulmonary edema, and her lungs were filling up with fluid. How did that happen? Uh, she has congestive heart failure. Oh. And then that just it, uh, <laughs> a symptom of that. I know this is a very funny story. Do either of this dog's owners or any of its previous owners have a history of gout? <laughs> your lazy lifestyle gave your dog heart disease. Uh, I'd walk her if my foot didn't hurt so much. <laughs> 
But I was like, yeah, you should have come man. by one in the morning. We were driving home from the vet without our dog. Oh no. Just crying. Like I had never cried before. And, uh, the next day Maggie saw, opened up the computer and saw it. She was like, are you going to Vegas? (laughs) And I was like, I quite was going to. But not now. I can't believe this is happening. Can you just drop me off at the airport so I can clear my head? <laughs> my bag's in the trunk. Can you get it out for me? I just need to fly 3,000 miles away so I can clear my head. <laughs> I think the desert air is going to be good for my sadness. I feel like I'm almost ready to get married. I just need a last hurrah with my boys. <laughs> so I was, I was close. I was I was gonna come and then my fucking stupid dog. That's but the right. good news is, uh, now she's the second thing, most expensive thing we own other than the house, <laughs> and uh, we just have to give her ten pills a day for the rest of her life. <laughs> oh, oh man! And she's going to piss a gallon every time. Oh no! Wow! It's gonna be fun. Oh, a burden. Bet. I'm excited. I'll drink it. it. You should just <laughs> smash her head with a rock. <laughs> 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 we, Get it over we, with. We can't let her die. Smash her head. I have to go home and smash her head. With <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't come to Vegas. I was smashing my dog's head with a rock. <laughs> I got this rock. From Tell God. everyone I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a euthanasia rock at the vet. <laughs> well, you can either pay three thousand dollars, or we have this really rock. Nice <laughs> Every dog that's been murdered by the rock, they have his name painted on it. <laughs> the owners can write it. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's a it's a needle they give the dog. It's not. It's just that. <laughs> why do you think they don't have open casket funerals for these dogs? That's why they're in such a rush to cremate them. <laughs> they gotta scoop their head into a bin first. Yes, this dumb motherfucker. First day, smash the dog's rock before we put it in the incinerator. <laughs> smash the dog's rock. I'm Did right. you guys ever have to put a pet down? No, this was going to be my first yeah. death experience with a pet. How did yours go to Tim? Uh, we were putting down my dad's Mastiff. It was me and my wife, and uh, we were there by ourselves, and I had to make the call to put her down, and this dog was so fucking big that when the uh, vet tech was, like, giving her the shot, they just let her lay on the floor while we comforted her, and then the uh, the the vet uh, tripped over her dead body. <laughs> <laughs> She was so fucking embarrassed, and me and Mary Jo were trying not to laugh through our tears. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, poor dog. Any weird interactions at Skankfest? Good question, Mike. Any any weird interactions? Uh, I I butchered my first handful of social interactions, but nothing too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did I did have one that was very funny. A guy that was talking to me about little stinkers, he was talking to me about a, a guy from the Pacific Northwest that was a serial killer named Gary Ridgeway. And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, all right, before I tell you what I'm about to tell you, I just want to know, I didn't kill anybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like, uh, so I visited all the locations that Gary Ridgeway murdered people at, and I wanted to see how easy it would be for me to murder someone if I did. He's like, so I was watching people and thinking as though I was going to murder them, but I didn't kill them. Watching actual people. Yeah, thinking that, like, okay, could I get away with killing this person right now? Did he get caught doing it? No. Okay. So I thought that was very funny. Yeah, it's (laughs) funny and normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Very cool, though. Um, I didn't have any super weird interactions. Maybe one guy got a little bit too partied out and became a bit of a punisher. And... uh, there are a couple people that got so partied out on like Friday and Saturday night that they'd be like, "Yo, Barry, I'm all because my uncle's dead, and I'm not. and like they couldn't even form words, but they were just so happy to see me that I'd be like, hey, "What's up, bro?" Is that <laughs> what you call partied out and not alcoholism? Being drunk at night. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. PM. Yeah, yeah, they were part- a couple. One or two dudes got way too partied out and just went uh, over the top, but you know, I think they got home safe. I love when people are like, yeah, I'm not paying for beer here, so I snuck this 24-ounce can of Bud Ice in my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, they had bars in the venues, I guess. mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it was like those little little cash bars. Yeah, okay. Big, big, nice bars. Um, Seems like the kind of place where they'd have like a stadium uh, guy with a tub going around. 
Really? Oh, wait, no. Was I think I was thinking about no, the, the little, hotel little where we watched like the Eagles. Yeah, they had a stadium guy walking out. Oh, and somebody yes. dropped a gigantic bag of cocaine <gasps> at the sports book at Circa. And then the uh, and then ten guys died trying to get it. Oh, dude! Well, the guy who ended up selling beer, he was right there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna let security know about this." Oh, no. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, let him know it's in my possession now. <laughs> Did he really like? No civilians picked it up. No. It well, got to an employee. My wife told me about it, which was an insane thing to do. <laughs> Considering my history, hey, hey Mike, remember that problem you had? Well, there's a big pile of it over there for free. <laughs> yeah, man, we had a blast watching the Phillies win, watching the fucking Eagles win. Mm -hmm. We got to hang out with Tommy the whole time during the games, which was yeah, that was, that was most really fun great. to watch with. Most fun person to watch a game with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a sports Philly sports wet dream this weekend. Oh, it was heaven, baby. Yeah, hanging out with uh the boys, even though, you know, I, we, I guess we hang out every chance we get, but hang out with all the boys uh, out there at, like, a big party like that. And, like, honestly, that was the hardest I laughed all weekend was hanging out with our boys. No doubt. Oh, special shout-out to Mike Trainer, who is fat gay retard number one. He might be the, the number, yeah, he's the alpha and omega fat gay retard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was the fucking best to hang out with at Skankfest all weekend. Yeah, I, he, It's just, I don't know, it's hard to put in the words, like, how much fun it is because... Yes, the shows are awesome, but the hang is infinitely more impressive than. Yeah, the I feel like yeah. when you have a show coming up and you're having a blast of a hang, it's almost like a bummer that you have to go do a set instead of yeah, yeah, show you want to yeah, you want to hang and talk yeah. to everybody. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that was why I like getting to do so many podcasts because you really. I mean, I guess I I, I kind of just talked to people when I was doing stand up too, but doing the podcast and just like really just being able to I don't know chat with people and everyone's fucking. Again, dude, we packed it. We had a yeah, line for Dad Meat. I can't believe it. Fucking awesome. I can't believe it. And Stoner Dads. And then I got a, a last-minute call to do uh, the pinata boxing match after Stoner Dads. That was really great. What do you mean? What, you already had the pinata suit, though. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, eating, I was eating breakfast before getting very, very high for Stoner Dads. And Louis said, will you do the pinata fight? And I didn't know what it was. And I was like, "Can I punch them back?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "Okay." Oh, I, I just forgot. I just remember this. But uh, the last day of Skankfest, Tim and I were supposed to be on a, a oh, noon show to yeah. do stand up, and I was the first one up. I went, and as I'm finishing up, is that I, not a bummer for everybody? What a noon, noon show? Well, that's what I thought. But then Everybody's Friday, I did a noon show and a one p.m. show, Incredible. and they were they uh, they were among the best stand up crowds that I even saw all weekend. Damn. Dude, the noon Sunday show was the best show that I that the best stand up show that I thought I had all weekend. Damn. But I'm finishing up my noon stand up set, and Tim's supposed to go on after me, and and uh, I hear my phone ringing. I'm like, all right, this has got to be my fucking wife. So I look over as I'm still on stage, and I see it's Tim. I was like, oh wait, it's actually Butterly. So I entered it in front of everybody. I put him on. Tim's like, yeah, am I supposed to be somewhere right now? It's like, yes, you're on after me, dickhead. <laughs> No, I said, what time are we supposed to be there for Bye Guys? And you said, you're supposed to be here right now, or something along those lines. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was still in bed. What a and, crummy feeling. And so, uh, but everybody was happy to hear from him. And But then after after we got done that interaction on stage, I talked to him like five minutes later, and he's like, oh, man, I should have just did my jokes over the phone. Yeah. Which would have been very funny. But I was, yeah, I had an Uber driver that was, like, tapping his foot, and I couldn't find my sunglasses. I was in a big rush, and I felt like a real fucking idiot. But, look, man, I, yeah, I did two stand-up shows the first day. I did, like, 15 podcasts, and anyone that wanted to stop and chat, I, I had time for. So, I, you know, I, I actually, in my head, justified it as, like, yeah, people probably saw enough of me this weekend. They don't need any more. Oh, buddy. Any, any more of this buddy you're the mayor of skank fest people can't get enough of you no, it was, i did have the most fun i think i do think that's that's beyond doubt um, <laughs> yeah if you've never been before just try to get there next year because it, it's hard to put in the fucking words just how much fun this shit is and it's getting better every time like no it, by no means is it a perfect festival but holy shit it, it, i don't know that i've I, i'm not aware of a better time just fucking dying I thought you woke up at nine o'clock every morning, Tim. <laughs> uh, yo, I mean, I had a heavy workload, dude. I was working. I was working OT. <laughs> I was. I was working time and a half at the comedy festival. I'm glad dude, you were talking about man. that. Fucking sucked. I was up all night doing acid. Fuck. Here's my one big regret: was that Jelly Roll asked me to come hang out on his tour bus and try original batch LSD. And it was like one thirty in the morning, and I'd been partying since I got there at like one o'clock. 
And I just said, I can't do it, man. I'm too fucking tired. And that's the only regret I have is not hanging out on Jelly Roll's tour bus. But he did put his number in my phone. So I am going to link up with him somewhere while he's on tour. I'll make sure of it. He was the fucking man. It was funny seeing people walking all up and down Fremont Street. They were everywhere with T-shirts with lyrics from his song, which said, uh, if my P.O. calls, tell her I'm hanging drywall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the, he was the fucking guy. Um, hmm. Who, who else... Uh, Oh, look, check that out. Speaking of which, John doesn't look like such a fat loser here. Whoa. You do look thinner. Thanks, guys. You do hey, look thinner. thanks, Daisy Duke. That was such a <laughs> nice thing of you to say. <laughs> yeah, and that's a great way to put it. Uh, Skankfest is retard summer camp. Yeah, there, it's it, it'll get it'll get even better. Um, whew, can't fucking wait. All right, this seems like a great time to thank our sponsors. This episode of Dad Meat is presented to you by Manscaped. If you want your pubic areas to look like mine, Tim's, and John's, which, if you haven't seen us before, we look like fucking newborn babies. Mm. With a hernia scar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and eight nipples collectively. <laughs> You're going to want to go to manscaped.com and buy some of their great products that they have there. I use the lawnmower 3.0 every week to get my shit looking in tip-top shape. They have a bunch of other cool shit that'll moisturize your balls, fucking... Plant seeds on your fucking pubic hair if, if you're low on pubes. You know, you can get more. Whatever the fuck you need. <laughs> Wait, they'll add pubes? Yeah, you can get whatever you want there, dude. If you're pubeless or you have a pube abundance, Manscaped will take care of it. Go to manscaped.com, promo code FATBIRD. On top of all that shit, their underwear is some of the most comfortable in the game. So I can't recommend their shit enough. And I'm actually wearing Manscaped underwear right now. Mm, that was what I wore out. Stay comfy on the plane. Perform in an active way on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. It does make you f make your dick and balls feel like you're in a sex swing. Wait, so you didn't get any pussy? None in Vegas. None. Wow. And Vegas pussy, good pussy too. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was forced to fucking. I don't I listen. My wife is nice, fucking lady, man. If I can't get pussy, it's not like I can't get it. I I don't know. I'm just very particular about how I want my pussy. <laughs> she offered up the butt. I didn't want it. Your pussy, Brett. Yeah, I, I am a pussy brat. Uh, she offered to suck my dick. I wasn't in the mood. I had my heart set what on pussy. What the hell? So I, the last, by the third day, I'm like, I got to get one out. So my wife's there scrolling through her phone. I lifted up her shirt and I just started jacking off on her. I got my willies out that way and I was good to go the rest of the weekend. You I have a free use fantasy. Yeah, I do. Whoa, that's psychotic. No, how so? Yeah, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> You're telling her just go about your scrolling. I'll, I'll be over here. Yeah. Watch your watch your programs. I'm I'll I'll take care of my program. <laughs> but also check out uh, go to fucking bluechew.com <laughs> promo code fatbird. Use our promo code fatbird. You'll get a free sample of bluechew. You just got to pay for the free shipping. And I did treat myself to some pussy last night. Uh, all cleared up. So my wife let me have it have at it. And uh, I got a few butt plugs now from my wife. So use one of them last night. How was that? Pretty good. I shoved it in my wife's butthole while uh, while uh, some other things happened. And uh, we just had a very nice time. Now, but. did you put the butt plug in early, or did you work up to it? When she was ready. I was waiting for the okay. I was like double dutch. I was just waiting on the sidelines the whole time. You were waiting for Schwarber to hit that bomb? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I hit my wife with my own Schwarber bomb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go to BlueChew.com. It's all possible. Says her butt is not for... Yeah, that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks to BlueChew, I got the pussy I needed last night, and you can get it, too. Go to bluechew.com, promo code FATBIRD. You get a free sample, five bucks shipping and handling. You could also check out betterhelp.com. I got butt fucked over the summer with some, uh, with some with a pretty pronounced case of the blues. Mm -hmm. And BetterHelp was instrumental in helping me turn shit around. And I can't vouch for them enough. You go to betterhelp.com, promo code FATBIRD. You'll get 10% off the first month of therapy. You can pick your therapist. If you don't like who you get, you can easily switch it out. You can do video therapy. You can do teletherapy. You can text. Whatever the fuck is easiest for you, they make it really easy. And I can't vouch for them enough. They do really great work there. Betterhelp.com, promo code FATBIRD. You get 10% off. And then finally, if you go to trueclassic.com, they have the most comfortable activewear that I own. John, you ever wear True Classic shit? Nah, but they'd be trying to sell it to me. Well, good, man. I You should you should take them up on that. I it, should lose weight is what I should do. <laughs> And not need a well, fucking until then, country. if you want more compliments about not looking like so much of a fat sack of shit or whatever they said, <laughs> go to trueclassic.com. Yeah, you get 25% off your order using promo code FATBIRD and free shipping if you buy over $100 worth of stuff. 
their t-shirts are great and they're especially great for bodies like mine and john's like tim's got nice guy build john and i look like a fucking couple of squished donuts mm. if you're built like a squished donut their fucking t-shirts are the best they fit you snug where they're supposed to fit snug and they're loose where they're supposed to be a little bit loose so your shit's not hanging out the bottom like one of those fucking obese twins on the motorcycle go to trueclassic.com promo code fatbird to get yourself some cool shit Nice work, man. I like that you're comparing our bodies and you're putting us in the same league. It makes me feel better. <laughs> Even though you described us. Yeah, I think you have body donut. dysmorphia. Like, you might be trans. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. About to get booked on a lot more shows now, buddy. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Some people do be uh, bisexual lying. I know. You think and so? They're the bravest. They're the bravest people that we have in, uh, in that the is world. Nice of you to say, John. Because <laughs> yeah, it is pretty awesome. cool when a lady marries a white guy and then just talks about being bi for the rest of her life in Instagram stories. <laughs> I think that's a pretty neat thing to do. We need awareness for those people. They're having a hard time living the most ordinary life possible <laughs> and not getting the attention that they think they deserve. My respect goes out to the, all the dudes out there who who just touched one other man's penis just so they can say the Matt Damon F word. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. They Making paid the toll. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I touch yours right now just so I can really load up? Bro, you're not getting an F word pass out of me. <laughs> Dude, I got Black Friday coming up. I need to look. I got to finish. <laughs> if you want to say the F-A double hockey sticks word, you better make me finish. <sighs> all right, I'll do it. That's true, yeah. You got to be finishing. Let's all make a pact right now. I don't know. If you had to choose... Swear on a stack of lemonparty.org. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you guys had to choose between being able to freely say the N-word or the F-word the rest of your life, what would you go with? I'm going to go now, word no question. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, are people hearing it and checking my license, or is time stopping while I say it, no one observes it, and I go back to real life? Your license would be displayed around your neck like one of those old-timey little chalkboards that deaf mutes used to have to wear back in the 1800s. I would actually like to flip it out like on X-Files, like a, like a Mulder oh. badge. Or a Scully, whichever one was the boy. Yeah, out I, my think, I think one badge. neighborhood is going to not give a shit about the fucking <laughs> You have no jurisdiction here. <laughs> <laughs> and the other neighborhood might just have some uh, mean things to sorry, say. Sorry, pal, but this is actually a federal N-word pass. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough, man, because so many of my boys act like both. <laughs> I'd be, I'd, I'd say hi, I'm with the NSA, the N-word saying agency. <laughs> I'm going to need that megaphone. <laughs> I'm commandeering that megaphone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, think on that, man. Yeah. <laughs> we should sell those. We should sell those kind of passes on our website. <laughs> Fake badges. <laughs> Dude, my boardwalk t-shirt next year is NSA. And we're saying. <laughs> right next to the FBI. Yeah, who gets jurisdiction there? I mean, it's you're gonna have constant arguments between like mid-level inspectors for the female body inspectors and the Edward Zang <laughs> agency. <laughs> Your mouth is writing checks that we really don't want to cash. And then you, you, you know, God forbid, the fucking cannabis inhaling agency shows up. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, those guys, those guys get after it. Man, we have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the oh, okay, so the pinata fight. Mm. I'm extremely stoned for it. I did talk about this on Twitch a little bit. Sorry if this is repetitive for you, but the pinata fight is so uh, one guy dresses up like a pinata and four uh, festival attendees in boxing gloves try to beat you up. Am I right in remembering that you also had diarrhea this day? Oh, I had, ter I had terrible diarrhea that made me almost late for stoner dads. Which would have sucked because they played Danny's intro that he made and everyone went nuts for it. I would have missed it with diarrhea. Yeah, that was incredibly sick. Yeah. Oh, dude, congrats on that. Oh, we got to talk a little bit more about Danny in a minute. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I smoke weed as soon as I wake up. I smoke a ton of weed on Stoner Dads. I have the most fun possible. I'm, like, managing DEFCON 3 diarrhea. And I, and I have to go straight from wrapping up Stoner Dads to the boxing ring. Um, I don't have any gear and my main concern is I don't have a mouthpiece and even though we're goofing around if someone punches you and it, you know your teeth clack together or something like that like I you're you have a dental bill that'll take me a year to pay off so I'm like they have my hands wrapped and they have boxing gloves on me and I say I still need a mouthpiece and they take one fresh out of the box and they're not formed mm -hmm. so they jam it in and without like putting it in hot water first it feels like they put like 
more Legos than my mouth could fit in my mouth. And then like I'm slamming my mouth. So it's like cutting up my gums. It's, it's, I can't get my teeth together. And so I'm kind of doing like a, and it just like, it's already painful. And so I spit it out as soon as we start fighting and I just risk, I just risk breaking my teeth uh, just so I could breathe the whole time. But man, oh man, even though I'm in a pinata suit, it's 100 degrees in the desert. Inside the suit, it feels like 200. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like my skin is suffocating. I can't breathe. There's a hat that has like a, a string tied down around my chin that falls around my neck. Plus all the candy's probably melting in there. Yeah, right? the, can <laughs> the candy's getting knocked off of me every time I even just bump into somebody. And man, oh man, was that the most fun I had all weekend. It would have been fun if the diarrhea really was the oh, prize. God, dude. <laughs> I think those Tootsie Rolls melted. I <laughs> A tough enough shot, and I would have been like shawshanking dirt, like diarrhea out of the bottom of the pants. A tough enough body shot, I was 100% shitting my pants. So all your opponents were fans and not other comics? Right. Wow. And I wish I could, next year I'm going to switch that. Actually, next year I'm going to see if we could vote to have a comic forced to do the pinata suit, or if I could volunteer to be back in the pinata suit and it's four comics. That you're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, dude, we had our boy Diego Lopez. Oh, he's the man. That's, yeah. So he trains Lewis a lot. I think he's kind of like Lewis's like head trainer for his like uh, Ellis fight. But when we go up to New York, we train with him. And so I got to go into battle with him by my side. Mm -hmm. That was a very, very cool moment. Diego is a fucking ultimate bro. And he was like so vicious to these dudes when they would double up on me. He would turn into just a nightmare motherfucker. And he's like a handsome, sweet man. Mm -hmm. Watching him turn it on, that was pretty. I actually got a little bit hard in the fucking fight watching Ooh. this dude go buck. Um, and, and yeah, I got out of it unharmed. I, I think I took maybe two shots to like the back of the head, but aside from that, I got to like show cool technique. I got to throw like nice, I, dude, I couldn't be happier about yeah, you, how your, literally everything your tape looked out. pretty good. That was e good footage. I, yeah. Oh yeah. So on the Patreon, we're going to post, uh, we'll wait till Ellis Mania shares all their videos, but we have um, a second angle where uh, Mike and Jamie and Six and Shaner were watching from up inside the building, almost like Coliseum style. It was nasty. And, uh, wow. That, that was... Uh, then after that, I started the Acid Pilgrimage, a repeat of last year. Had the best time ever with everybody. And, uh, my God, I can't believe... I can't believe literally nothing bad happened all weekend. Incredible. Second year in a row where it's been like that, man. Yeah, it was better. It was elevated. Best time. And shout out uh, fucking Feeney and Cannon and, you know, all the boys, all of our all of our normal boys. Mm -hmm. They really took this weekend to the next level for me, and I, I really appreciate that. What were your standout moments, Mike? Uh, it's so hard to narrow them down, but I really love doing Bye Guys. I mean, aside from my own podcast, Bye Guys is my favorite podcast to do. And any time that I've been on there, it's been the most fun that I've had. Nice. That was a big, big dub. I love just meeting everybody. It really does mean a lot to me that people want to take time to do that. Because like I said, like there were so many years where nobody gave a fuck about anything I did. So it just means everything to have somebody take time out of their day to stop and want to communicate or take a picture or whatever. Mm -hmm. On top of that, too, it was just nice hanging out with my wife because this has just been like a really nice month. Like, with as well as, like, On Perks is gone. If you haven't got That's On Perks. That's OnPerks.com. Yeah, please. Thank you, Tim. If you go to OnPerks.com, you can pre-order my new book. Uh, I'll get the first batch of books within a couple of weeks, so I'm excited for that. But this was, like, the first time my wife and I have ever gone anywhere and not been, had to constantly check my bank account to ensure that, like, okay, I can get chicken right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have to buy a slice of pizza. You got enough chicken to buy some chicken, baby. Yeah, you said it, brother. <laughs> so it just, it felt like heaven to just be able to enjoy a time out with my wife for a few days and I know she had fun even though she had her period like an animal but <laughs> <laughs> congratulations man you guys Thanks, man. you guys went kayaking on the on the oh, last day dude yeah so my wife and I went kayaking on the last day and it was just such a nice change of pace from fucking Fremont Street and all the debauchery and all the the unmoisturized nubs that were out there <laughs> so we drove or we got picked up and we were taking like an hour away and I think it was actually in Nevada on the Colorado River and we're out there, and it's a four-hour trip. And the midpoint of the trip is this very cool cave where everybody gets their picture taken. It's just a very nice moment. But there's so many groups out there that you have to wait your turn to get into the cave. And we're waiting. There's probably like 50 people waiting. And as we're waiting, a canoe pulls up coming from the opposite direction. A uh, lovely African-American woman 
and her boyfriend are just pulling into the cave and our tour guide is like Oh, we're actually all waiting. So, if how was the how loud was the music coming out of their canoe? (laughs) (laughs) Just rattling the fucking waves, like Fisher jumping out of the water. (laughs) But the woman's pulling into the cave. Honestly, like I didn't think what she did was an issue because she's not with a group. And if I was her, I'm not waiting for fucking fifty retards in kayaks to get their picture. She pulls in, and our tour tour guide instantly starts arguing with her. She's like, oh, okay, so if if you want to be a person that doesn't care that all these people are waiting, you can be that. And this woman goes full-on fucking hood on her. And it was incredible to see because she said something that will stick with me until the fucking day I die. She looks at our tour guide, and she goes, bitch, come see me on land. (laughs) (laughs) It's on land. Yeah, so I feel like the money I paid for this kayaking trip was specifically for that moment. I think you can write it off now that you talked about that on uh, on one of your programs. You can write that kayaking trip off. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yes. You got content yep. out of it. I like the way you think. Oh, yeah. That's why I mentioned everything I do. Oh, sick, man. <laughs> Everything's a write-off. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today for lunch. Ooh, write that off. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like a good write-off. That's actually, uh, the more ingredients you use on a, on a, a meal that you mention, the better. <laughs> John and I are taking his dog to the vet for a second time <laughs> after this. Oh, yeah. Can I, if I do a joke about it, can the government pick up one third of the tab? We yeah. did talk about killing your dog with a rock, so. We sure did. Yeah, your murder rock is on the house. <laughs> but yeah, that kayaking trip was the icing on the cake, and we had a nice flight home. Buck wild. Dude, come see me on land. You got to, I mean. Incredible. Got to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Lamb lover. <laughs> I wouldn't like fight me on the seas, you fucking stinky bitch. <laughs> what do you think about that? And then I would have fired a cannon out of my kayak. Yeah, permission to come aboard so you could suck my dick. <laughs> I would have swashbuckled with her. Oh, dude, she, uh, this was kind of mean, but it was still kind of funny. She made fun of our, our other tour guide for being gay. That's very, still ver- on the table for them. Yeah, very unnecessary, but then our tour guide turned around and says, I've been outed, y'all. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It wow. was just, it was this might have been like an Indiana Jones level attraction where it was all scripted. <laughs> 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 and then a giant boulder came down. Oh my God, man. Yeah. I can't imagine the, having such a angry demeanor in such a beautiful place. Nuts. Like, uh, I mean, I go zero to 60 pretty quickly, but the thought of even getting agitated about anything while out there for four hours yeah. did not even enter the realm of possibility. How are the other people in the group? They were great. Surprise! I got to be honest. It surprised me that there were a number of other black people on this kayaking trick and trip. And now that I think about it, they may have thought it was going to be a cognacking trip. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to visit the spring where Hennessy is made. <laughs> Excuse me, is this Provazier Springs? <laughs> They're filling their canteens in a Crovassier spring. And now we're approaching Hennessy Falls. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a blast there, everybody. White, black, probably Puerto Rican. We all had fun out there. (laughs) So uh, I wouldn't hesitate to do it again. (laughs) Cognacking trip. Uh, Willy Wonka Scruggins at the <laughs> Cognac Factory. <laughs> I've got a golden chain. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, the desert's so fucking beautiful, and, it, and we got. To, oh, I wanted. I wanted to bring. I might actually bring this up. I don't know. I'll fucking talk about it now. What's up? But we passed Lake Mead to get to this. Mm-hmm. This section of the river. Oh, yeah, and they're finding all sorts of dead bodies and shit in there now. Yeah, because the water levels levels dropping so drastically. Uh-huh. They found, like, five bodies in the past year. One of them was definitely murdered. Four of them were probably drowning. They're, like, in barrels and, like, trunks of cars and shit, right? Yeah, they think the guy that was found in the barrel was a pit boss who From, was like, skimming. From, like, the 60s or something? Yeah, God and damn. back when the mob was so much more heavily involved than they probably yeah. are right now. But, yeah, that guy was found in a fucking barrel, and it's... It's almost depressing, like, how much the water levels have dropped out there, but it does make for great stories. That's yeah, climatechange.org, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, 
is the Skankfest recording ever going to drop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should get it now, within a couple days. Danny, are we getting video, do you know, or just audio? Uh, they had cameras set up. Did they? Okay. They'll probably give us video then. Oh, let's talk about Danny right now. Danny, oh, we'll talk yeah. about what you did out there. I'll, yeah. anna- I'll announce you if you want. Yeah, for the ahead. allow me for the first time to introduce you, Mister and Mrs. Danny Dubs. Yeah. Ooh, congratulations! Yeah. This is how we do it. <laughs> it is your first dance. Oh, should we have done a choreographed dance coming into the studio? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. We went to an Elvis chapel. Yeah, I, th- I thought the Elvis was really good. I thought the Elvis was incredible. Nice. He was he was phenomenally charming. And uh, reeked of alcohol, yes, <laughs> as he should. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't any other way. He died yeah. on the toilet later that night, <laughs> really true to form. Well, you know, what was really funny was uh, looking at like their wall of like they, you know, they take photographs with every clientele that comes in, and it's so funny that as a professional Elvis ages, he progresses through Elvis's actual career, yeah. <laughs> so this guy was like, I mean, this guy's about to hit late stage Elvis. Dude, so when we first got there, he was just in regular clothes and he was like, oh, the lady that's going to help you is coming out. I'm actually going to be your Elvis. Don't worry. I look a lot differently. Like, oh, sorry. man, I only uh, saw him all done up. Yeah. And you could tell he'd been drinking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be so interesting. Yep. And then he goes into the back, I guess, where his outfits are. And you hear him say, the goddamn jumpsuit don't fit no more. <laughs> that was that was him getting in character. <laughs> That's exactly where he is in his Elvis career. Because <laughs> uh, you could see, like, the outfits from outside, like, in the window. And he had the cool, like, white bedazzled, you know, the classic Elvis. Yeah, that had, a little, that had some cobwebs on it. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was like, man, I hope he wears that one. And I think he heard us talk about it. I think he gave it a shot. Oh, man, he tried to Uh, suck it in. uh, Matter of fact, I think that's why he gave up on the shirt. Yeah. Remember, he was shirtless. He was shirtless under the jacket. Oh, man. What did he end up wearing? A Snuggie? (laughs) (laughs) He had, uh, I mean, a classic Elvis attire. No shirt underneath. Had the little, like, scarf going around. Oh, that's cool. Suit jacket. Great hair for Elvis. Was that his hair or is that a wig? No, that was his hair. Oh, uh, all right. That yeah. does that does actually add a few points. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Do I recall you uh, originally wanting an Elvis of color to be your Dude, master? impossible to find. We called every yeah, Elvis. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, either- sorry, I like to live in the fucking real world. I'm not a delusional <laughs> psychopath thinking that it's time for black Elvis. <laughs> No, I think that there's a couple Filipino Elvises running around out there. <laughs> well, I not even a we could have found a midget Elvis. Midget Elvis was number one. Well, they're probably in high demand. Oh, dude, there are six billion midgets in Las Vegas. Damn. It was, dude, it was invigorating to to be reminded that they exist. More of a because you never see them. Love. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the most amount of fucked up people I've ever seen in one yeah. concentrated area. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, on the last night. Or the second to last night, we found this incredible, uh, like, bridge to the garage where you were overlooking, like, the El Cortez and all that. Mm-hmm. And just the lights and the the mass of people. It was, like, simultaneously, like, breathtaking and also, like, just massively depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Watching people almost get hit by cars. Dude, we watched, when we were on our way back to the Airbnb one night, we passed, uh, like, cop cars had arrested, like, four dudes who looked like they traveled from, like, an ancient Aztec temple. Like they were like shorter than normal human beings. They they looked like ancient Central American indigenous people. It was crazy, and they were all being handcuffed on the sidewalk by police. I don't. I did I maybe they were trying to cut someone's heart out or something. <laughs> it was the most bizarre scene, and we're all on acid walking back to the Uber area. That was <laughs> fucked up. Very loudly. It's like, damn, they're arresting a bunch of unfrozen ass. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, can you click on that uh, best adult dating site? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least one of our boys got got by one of the feather hookers. What's yeah, feather hooker? Sydney. So <laughs> he said it was on purpose too. On on Stoner Dads, he goes, "No, I I tricked." Okay, he tricked her. Sorry. 
into him giving them forty dollars. <laughs> Classic, dude. That's a yeah. for just taking a picture. They yeah, want they forty get, bucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, they wanted forty bucks each, but they then, approach you in pairs with their big boobs. Yeah, said I'm only giving one. For Is there a handler that's like no, gonna? They're on their own, and their butt cheeks are out, mm-hmm. and they have big boobs, and they come up and they start flattering you and like fanning you with something, and then they go, "Why don't we take a picture?" And you take a picture, and they go, "Okay, that's forty dollars." And you go, you're so on the spot that you're like, oh. And then there's also like a panic response, I bet, in your head where you're like, oh, well, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll tell my wife if I don't give them the $40. Yeah. I better tell them. <laughs> so they got Sid for $22. Mm-hmm. And what if you said you don't have cash? They'll be like, I have Venmo. Listen to me right now. Sydney's side of the story is that he fleeced them and only paid $22. Even he, though he well, had so he $4 had, in his pocket. Well, okay. If you take his story at face value, you go, oh, okay, you kind of got one buy on them. But when you investigate, you find out that he only had $10 on him and he Venmoed them another 12 <laughs> So he went, yeah, this is all the money I got on me. And they go, not good enough. And he goes, um, <laughs> what, are you, what are your Venmos? Well, he may have actually gotten over on them because I saw him wearing feathers the entire weekend. <laughs> I want to see his Venmo history. I bet he paid up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's the opposite of pussy bragging. <laughs> Whoa, should we check his Oh bed? my uh, god. Yeah. Oh Sid Busters. <laughs> Let me look now. Oh no. Oh man. Something yeah. strange. He was like, Yeah, I, I told oh, Ansley I was true. gonna get that picture. That was like a pretty fun gag on my part. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Alright, th- this is one hundred percent certain that this is gonna be a private interaction, but I'm gonna check anyway. Yeah, guarantee it's private. Although he probably doesn't know how to make his Venmo transactions private. Yeah, it was a private one. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Ryan Foster in the chat. What up, dog? Hey, Ryan. What's up, buddy? Somebody asked a good question earlier. Uh, any any boys get down to some kissing in yeah, Vegas? Like gay stuff? Yeah, any boys kissing each other? Well, Lewis got Lewis a gun shoved up his butt. Excuse me? Yeah, he lost NBA <laughs> 2K23, so they shoved a, I think it was an NES zapper up his ass. Jesus Christ. So that's pretty cool. Didn't he tongue kiss somebody, too? Usually. <laughs> oh, uh, at the Naked Roast, someone chugged the beer off of Zach's stick. Yeah, what was, what were what? the physical mechanics of that, by the way? I uh, was not close enough, nor did I. I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> get how that worked. Just like oh, Shane and Lewis kissed. Off of it. Ooh, sexy. Oh, uh, Nate Diaz was there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to meet him. That's yeah. like I didn't be meet the Jake Shields. Lifetime though. for you, right? Oh yeah, it it was the only man that I could think of that I would feel awkward to ask for a picture, and I did, and it was boy, was it as awkward as I yeah. could have imagined? Well, it, what's he like? Very, very accommodating to everyone who wanted his time and attention. But nice. I had a chance to meet Poopies, and I, <gasps> I said that guy, that guy's getting swarmed. He doesn't need some other fucking dildo coming over there and saying hi. I'm a Poopies big is one of my favorite. Yeah, me too, man. Wow. His name's Poopies, man. Can you believe that? He's the fucking man. And uh, the whole time during yeah. the movie in the theater, I just kept saying his name's Poopies. <laughs> yeah, and he's the funniest of them all. I do so. think he might be severely brain damaged. I don't know, man. I think he might just be chilling so hard that it's hard to understand what he's doing. Maybe. Yeah, there's a fine line between chilling hard and TBI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah (laughs) there's a couple there's a couple i uh, might be living proof (laughs) (laughs) yeah when you get a traumatic brain injury they just give you like a lifetime supply of of fucking tie-dye t-shirts the way (laughs) yeah (laughs) and yeah it was it was it was really great running into um i look into the look at the chat all uh reconnecting with each other is great running into all the regulars down there fucking you know miguel pike von doom daniel poon nat manhands Mr. Nat. Great to meet Edna, too. Meeting Edna is great. That's really fucking awesome. I mean, dude, there's, too, there's too many to, to possibly say, but wow, oh, wow. That was just really spectacular. Man, shows are so much fun, too, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't wait to do it again. I yeah, I think I might go back to Vegas, though, with just MJ. I might do a grown-ups Vegas trip. How long would you go for? Well, um... I don't know. Maybe I, I'd be fine with like a weekend. Of yeah. Us just like that's only doing the, the shit that we want to do. Uh, maybe we'll go out there and renew our net. I'm trying to re- plan a nice renewal of vows for our 15th anniversary because we didn't have like a wedding. When's your 15th? Uh, 
a year from February. Oh, so wow. this will be 14 in February. The next year is 15. So I have that long to plan it. Mm. And I would really like to do something special for it because we were way too poor to even have a celebration the first mm. time. And that, that, that old brawl really deserves it. Yeah. True that. She was, she was my MVP this weekend. She like kept me on track for the most part, except she dropped the ball in that Sunday show. But for the most part, she really let me just party and, and pointed me in the right direction. And that's wow. Yeah, the wives are all great this weekend, buddy. Yeah, no bitch wives in sight. Oh, uh, did I mention already that a guy came up to me and said that he broke up with his girlfriend because of me? No. He said, um, he said, dude, I'm really happy to meet you. I, I broke up with my girlfriend because of you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry? He goes, no, bro. When you started talking about bitch wives, I took a look at what I had. She didn't let me go to Skankfest last year. I got rid of that bitch. Now I'm here. Good deal, man. He said, I could not be happier with the decision. I mm -hmm. said, wow, brother, that's number one. Mm -hmm. That's the first one. What can we build off of that? How many dudes are going to take a look and go, damn, this fucking chubby ankled bitch is really riding me. <laughs> She's really harsh in my fucking mellow, dude. I just want to play a little bit of Xbox with the boys. Why is that such a problem on a weeknight? Mm -hmm. I get that she keeps the, the snack closet completely stocked with corn sugar foods. That's nice of her, but man, oh man, she's really punishing me in those denim capris. <laughs> she's really not letting me have fun at family parties, and she's really making me take too many fucking Kmart portrait studio photos. Maybe it's time for me to bounce. I want, I want those dudes to rise up and get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, one of my few regret, regrets, but regrets, was that uh, I didn't get to track down OJ. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, busy weekend. It's always next time. I did have a lot lined up for the two things I had lined up for Sunday prevented me from being able to get out and do my thing while the Bills game was on. But well, I'm glad you didn't just blindly search Las Vegas for <laughs> a needle in a haystack. Orenthal. <laughs> no, didn't someone said that they found his bar? Yeah, the the guy who gave me the most um the best intel said that he ran into him 2 weeks ago at Las Vegas National Golf Course. He just happened to be hanging out there having a few beers and he turned around and he literally bumped into OJ. Damn, jackpot. Man, well, there is that. that one bar that he watches, right? A Bill's bar? That's what I've heard. I know there is a Bill's bar, but it's like, I don't know. I'm man. sure he doesn't go there every week. That would I be I can't imagine it's his weird. speed, man, because it looks like a kind of bar where like you would find people who look like us at. Yeah. Somebody like him. Well, I, I got, think the, OJ loves I got the idea from his Twitter videos that, that was what he, that's the place that he's into. I always see him, I always picture it as a Buffalo Wild Wings that he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a mom and pop Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody got somebody won a hundred thousand dollars on a scratcher, and then they were like, "I'm gonna open up a very borderline illegal version of <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings." Yes, yeah, so we still got to get his ass out. Though we'll make that a little stinkers trip, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, someone earlier asked if we made it to medieval times. We did not. <sighs> no, but. That, have we announced this yet? No. Here's our Patreon goal. Mike, did I tell you about this yet? I would love to hear it. You know how everyone's got like a Patreon goal? Like when we get to 50,000 patrons, we're going to go, you know, get our fucking dick sucked, right? Mm -hmm. No. When we get to 5,000 uh, Patreon subscribers, we're announcing a time and date for a uh, gathering at the Baltimore Medieval Times. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. 5,000 patrons. Big group gathering. Um, we'll We'll hang out and we'll... We'll uh, make a video for anyone that can't come. I would love that. Okay, and I'm, we're choosing the Baltimore Medieval Times because uh, from what Danny says, and I've heard this reaffirmed by third parties, that's, in this area, that's the nasty one. The Ooh. North Jersey one's okay. Yeah. I mean, Danny started shaking his head no as soon as I said North Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Baltimore apparently is the hot spot. They're, they're knights in North Jersey wear wigs. They don't even have the dedication to grow That makes me fucking <laughs> sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I could do like an MTV's True Life. I want to be a Medieval Times Knight. Do you think we could arrange for that? We can try. Uh, they're hiring fucking squires right now. Are they? Yeah. What's the commute to Baltimore like? Probably pretty <laughs> tough. <laughs> it's probably like what two and a half hours each way. Well, on a horse, it's going to be five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skankfest Vegas was terrible. No, that's your problem, dude. You had a bad time because of you. <laughs> Everyone else, we all had a really good time. And you're trying to be a fucking bummer. <laughs> bummer about that. Sorry, bro. 
doesn't, doesn't the uh, Vegas location have a different name? Didn't you say it was a different? Oh, it's um, Tournament, Tournament of Kings yeah. at Excalibur. Oh, and instead of doing Blue Knight and Green Knight or Gold Knight or whatever, they do uh, Country. Jews versus oh. well, pretty much, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jews are kind of the Shao Kahn of international warfare. <laughs> What was you about to say, Mike? I was about to ask you if you want to promote anything before we go to the Patreon. Uh, is it that time already? Um, nah, just follow me on uh, follow me on my Taco Bell journey <laughs> <laughs> uh, on social media. Today's day seventeen of wow. having Taco Bell every day, and uh, starting to get to me. <laughs> but I got thirteen more days to go. You can do it. We're gonna be in Florida next week. Oh my I know God. where all the Taco Bells are already. Um, at Johnny Delco, follow along. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, join us over in the Patreon. As we end here, we're going to go over to Patreon in about 10 minutes. If you're not a Patreon member already, go to dadmepod or patreon.com slash dadmepodcast. You can join, pay whatever you want. Just come have fun with us. Uh, check out our... John and I, we have a podcast together with Jake Matera called Little Stinkers. It's, um, it's true crime that's not gay. So come join that. We have a lot of fun on that. We're actually recording one right after this. I can't wait for that. Next week, we're going to Florida. Yeah. And on October 26th, we're going to be at Universal Studios for Hollywood Hard Night. So if anybody wants to come chill with us, you're welcome to. We'll be there all night. And uh, finally, check out my new book, On Perks. If you go to onperks.com, you can pre-order it. And I am cannot thank you guys that have ordered it enough. It has been life-changing for me. By life-changing, I mean I can afford new sneakers and... <laughs> I could uh, buy my wife butt plugs. So thank you guys for making that happen, and thank you for those of you that are going to order the book in the near future. Tim? Uh, check out Stoner Dads. Uh, check out twitch.tv slash Tim Butterly. Um, I'll be doing Gardini's show uh, November 9th, I believe, is at the stand. Uh, we have a show uh, October 25th at Helium. That's I think that's a week from today, isn't that? That's less than a week from today. October 25th, it's going to be me, McCusker, I think six, uh, a couple of other Philly guys. Um, and I think it's actually a, a, a benefit show. Um, so please do come to that. And then also I'll be in uh, at Zany's in Chicago, November 19th and 20th with Sid the Kid and uh, Matt McCusker. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's other stuff, but for now, those are one of those. Just respond to those however you choose or disregard them if that's what you would prefer. But I'm having a good time. One more thing I want to add November 2nd, we're doing Little Stinkers Live at Helium Ooh. Philly. So go to Helium Philly's website, which I think is heliumcomedy.com, and get tickets to that. We're going to be carrying on like gypsies, and uh, we do have some surprises for that one. So nice. we're gonna make it fun for everybody. Bring Dabby and Little Stinkers to Cali, dude. Twenty twenty three. The yep. the formula will be locked in and we'll be everywhere. Don't worry. You better believe it. And oh, it'll be worth it. Mike and Kim, it was so so nice to see you guys there at Skankfest too. Oh yeah, what a pleasure seeing Mike and Kim. Genocide, all the all the re all the regulars. I I mean, and there's just too many to remember to. I it was a joy every single interaction. <laughs> Before we go, I just want to recognize Pike Von Doom's comment. Uh, do they make reversible butt plugs with a pacifier on the end, <laughs> brother? If they do, I'm gonna find them. I'm gonna put barbecue sauce on. <laughs> All right, later, Which guys. End. <laughs> Poon, you're the man. See you guys.